Welcome back, everyone, to Think ID. My name is Pablo Lapatino. And I'm Williams Monier. And today is a very special episode. We're actually going to be talking about something that a lot of us can relate to one way or another, whether you go to the gym for um, yoga, to de-stress, to, you know, lift weights, whatever it is. We're going to be discussing the gym. However, Williams and I are clearly not the experts in the field. So we have the privilege of having two people here today with us, Amanda Palmieri and Marissa Brooks. They are both second year students here at NSU's College of Pharmacy. You may know them from Instagram as RxFitGirls. So please give a welcome to Amanda and Marissa. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so thank much you for, for coming in. <laughs> so what made you start RxFitGirls? What um, gave you the inspiration to want to start a fitness blog? Okay, so a lot of the time being in med school, being in pharmacy school, um, it's hard to find the time to exercise. So we kind of use our Instagram as an outlet for students to get inspiration to work out. Cool, and at cool. the same time, it motivates us to stay consistent with working out, staying mm -hmm. healthy and staying in shape. Definitely. So we actually asked them to come in today because we feel that the gym is clearly related to infectious diseases. As we all know, the gym is a populated place. A lot of people, especially like the public gyms, people come and go. So there is a lot of bacteria and things that go on. So we wanted to discuss some of the things that they're doing and some of the things that we could do possibly in the future to, you know, prevent infections in general. So Amanda and Marissa actually looked up a study on bacteria at the gym. So they're going to go ahead and talk to us about it, what they found. Okay, so NLAB PNK performed um, laboratory testing on three different gym locations found around uh, America, mm -hmm. and they took samples from different equipment and basically um, found the colony forming un units, also known as CFU. Mm -hmm. So in this study, did they test for all bacteria or certain ones in particular? Yeah, so they tested gram-positive cocci, gram-negative rods, gram-positive rods, and bacillus. And basically what they found from the study was that 70% of the bacteria that they did find are potentially harmful to humans. Mm -hmm. um, they swabbed samples from treadmills, exercise bikes, and free weights. Nice. So um, for those of you who um, don't know, we've talked about some of these bacteria in the previous episode. So if you don't, go back and exactly. listen to the episode. <laughs> like, just stop right now, go back and listen to those before continuing. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So um, what else did you find from the study? We found something interesting. Um, free weights have about 362 times more bacteria than a toilet seat. Wow. Which is crazy. Ugh, not the goods. Yeah, so you really need to make Wipe sure that, that you're wiping treadmill. everything down before you use it and after use as well. That in itself is a workout. Imagine yes. like wiping the whole treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Not at today, least, bugs. <laughs> at least the area that you're touching, you know, yeah. all yeah. that. The timing and the yeah. LED screen. You think Everything your elbow that you would touch. Work? Like, just, like, yeah. use your elbow to press the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> do that. Okay, and then what are some things that you guys are personally have done when you go to the gym in general to prevent, like, to stay clean? Um, I bring my own yoga mat when I want to come, when I want to do yoga. Um, for me, I think it's just more clean. Usually the gym provides some, but for myself, mm -hmm. it's like you don't really know if someone already used that, if they didn't right. wipe it down or right. if they did. So I like to bring my own yoga mat. And one of the things that I was looking at when we were doing our research was that rolling up your yoga mat can actually incubate bacteria and allow mm. bacteria to grow there. So it's oh, recommended wow. that nice. you actually lay the mat out um, and let it air dry. 
Wow. Yeah. And you were telling us um, you worked at a gym and mm-hmm. one of your yeah. like, so, duties. <laughs> yeah. One of my duties at, a, at the gym that I used to work at was to wipe down the mats. And we do this at least twice a day. Oh, and wow. it was one of the most disgusting oh, things. I oh, I can only imagine you, those yes. wipes were probably black. Yeah. No, I had to bring like multiple <laughs> towels. You'd wipe it down and it'd immediately be brown. Like it was really, really disgusting. So like... I, I can't stress it enough that it's so important to wipe down the mats before yeah. and after. At least it's it's good that they are doing some precaution precautionary exactly. measures. Yeah. At least we you know they are for the best intention of everyone. So you think you do you think the gym is doing enough? I think that they are doing as much as they can, but obviously there's a lot that you can do for yourself right. that'll help you help protect you even more. For sure, yeah, yeah. definitely. And have you guys uh, you guys work out here at NSU right at the gym? Yeah. So anything in particular at this gym that you guys were, like, impressed about? Yeah, they actually have very good hand sanitizing wipes. Um, I looked a little bit into the website where they get them from. It is um, approved by the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, and they kill a decent amount of bacteria. What type of bacteria do they kill? Go Nova. Multidrug-resistant acinetobacter. ESBL producing E. coli, Pseudomonas aeruginosa, and MRSA. Wow, sounds like the ones we just talked about in our last episode, huh? <laughs> so, is bacteria the only thing that these products kill? Uh, no, they actually kill an extensive list of organisms, such as viral particles like the avian flu, mm. H5N1, herpes simplex virus, human coronavirus, and hepatitis B and C, as well as yeast organisms like Candida albicans. Wow. Wow. Well, it looks like the gym is kind of doing something for us in that aspect. There's like an extensive list of organisms, especially the multidrug-resistant ones. We should be having microbial class at the gym. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Here we have some Staphylococcus aureus. Here we have a Sinospactor. Let's just swab it all up and see what we find. All right. For the last... um, bit of the episode we wanted to give you guys some really good tips for those of you that do go on a daily basis um you know they have really good things that they incorporate into their daily routine and we feel that we wanted to translate that and obviously our goal with williams is to um hone in on infection prevention so so these tips are really going to help you um be stewards obviously this podcast is in addition to infection prevention it's about antimicrobial stewardship so these are some tips to help you all be or participate in individual antimicrobial stewardship. So what do you got for us? All right. Well, I'm going to start with first wiping down your equipment before and after your workout. And okay. I'm going to emphasize before mm. because you don't know if the person before you right. cleaned the equipment. Exactly. Yeah. So, or if they already had something and then like left it on the... For sure. Correct. And you don't want to be that guy that doesn't clean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it's really important to wash your hands like right after you leave the gym, mm. whether it's hand sanitizer, or actually just getting to wash hands and so or right. water and soap. Um, it's really important to wash your hands because you just touched everything and yeah, you don't go to the restroom that. really quick yeah. before you drive home. Wash your hands. Yeah, yeah, because then you're gonna drive home with all that touch, stuff. Yeah, right? you're touch you're the steering touch wheel, exactly. touch the car, everything that you touch yeah. on a daily basis, and you don't want to spread anything anywhere. You see someone walking by the gym, you give them a high five. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now you know whenever you see someone leaving the gym, don't, don't high five anyone. <laughs> exactly. Is the are your hands the only thing that you should be washing? No, actually, uh, one thing that you could wash is your uh, gym bag. It's recommended to use a vinyl or a plastic gym bag, something that germs are less likely to adhere to. Um, you could also wipe down your bag or even throw it in the 
the washing machine, use detergent on a weekly basis. That way you're getting rid of the germs that you have collected. That's really smart. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, another thing definitely to do, uh, I think we all have a habit of doing, is when you're sweating a lot, you immediately go to wipe your face with your hands. Mm. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, try to avoid wiping your hands with your um, on your face because yeah. you're definitely spreading a lot of bacteria. Or what about you, like using your shirt to wipe your face? I mean, you could do that, but preferably bring a clean towel. Right. Um, so another thing you could do is mark an X on one side of your towel to designate which side touches the machine and then which side touches your face. Oh, that's wow. really and, smart. Yeah, it's recommended to use an antimicrobial towel so you don't get those germs on your towel. Also, nice. in general, just don't touch your face with your hands. Yeah. Like, yes. your hands are touching all those metals, yeah. all yeah. these equipment. Like, just try to keep your hands away from your face. If you have to rub something... You know, find a napkin, find yeah. something. I, I personally use, like, the napkins that they have at the gym. I, like, hold them from the very end so that I make sure my hands don't, like, get on them. And then I wipe my face down with that. Um, so what are some other tips you guys have? Definitely water bottles is a huge one because mm. everybody brings a water bottle yeah. to the gym. Right. Try not to use any water bottles that have a straw that comes out because you're constantly touching that straw. Right. And it's also touching your mouth. Mm. Um, additionally, they recommend using a wide mouth water bottle. That way your hands come in the least contact with the water bottle as possible. Okay. That's good. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Yeah. And a very important thing to do is to wipe down your smartphone or your mm. iPod. Um, <laughs> it's really important because you're putting your... I mean, depending on where you keep your phone when you work right. out. So, like, yeah. me, I'm, sometimes I come and I bring it, I put it on the ground, I put Same, it yeah. in a little <laughs> cup holder, you know, I put it on the bench. It, it's touching everything. And so you really want to make sure that you're wiping that down uh, after you're done at the gym. For yeah. sure. And my mom's always on me to wash, like, my water bottle that I take to the gym. Like, I wash it and then I put it in the washing machine so I can wash some more. <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of washing, so the other day, yesterday, actually, I went to the gym. And this probably happens to a lot of people. Um, I was working out, I was deadlifting, and I, like, scraped my shin, which I always scrape my shin. And I'm sure people scrape all types of things at the gym. Um, so what do you recommend, like, when someone, like, scrapes their shin or, like, just gets, like, a... Because as we cut. all know, that's the perfect location exactly. for Mr. Staphylococcus aureus to come in and mm. culminate, so... I would say definitely wash it right away with right. soap. Go to the bathroom. If they have Band-Aids on hand at yeah. the gym, get no. a Band-Aid from them, cover it up so that we are not introducing any new bacteria in there. Yeah, perfect. first aid kit, for sure. Reach yeah. for a Band-Aid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I personally just went to the bathroom and threw some soap on it. And I was like, I think that's good until I get home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once I got home, I definitely put some Neosporin on it Put a band-aid on it and hopefully no bacteria will cultivate in there. It should be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what about you guys? Do you guys have any personal stories at the gym that have happened to you? Uh, yeah. So it actually didn't happen in a gym per se. I did uh, Taekwondo for a while, for about eight years wow. when I was younger. And we would always just practice barefoot. We never wore shoes. We never mm -hmm. wore socks. So I actually developed what's called planner warts which you guys should know is caused by human papillomavirus. Right, yeah. Um, so I actually had to get those surgically removed, um, and it was just a very nasty thing. My brother got it too. We both did karate. So Did you go back and you were like, so how about we wore some shoes? Yeah, no, I did. I, I bought special shoes to oh, wear. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I so actually anyone... knew someone that had a similar um, thing occur to them, but they were swimmers. Okay. And then they got it, I think, like in the shower and the swimming. I don't know. But, so swimmers and but karate people. But it definitely people. is um, common. Yeah. Wear shoes. <laughs> I could share another story, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's yeah. Yeah. Go um, so another fungus you can find at the gym, especially since we're in South Florida, the humidity is very high, uh, Tinea versicolor. Oh, yes. Um, I got a little bit on my back, and I'm 
almost positive it's from those <laughs> mats at the gym. Same. So yeah. definitely practice wiping those down and washing yourself afterwards. Yeah, I hear this is also very common as well. Um, I mean, what, like half of us in this mm-hmm. room right now yeah. have it. So yeah. <laughs> definitely something um, to keep in mind to make sure that you shower after the gym. Definitely have a dermatologist look at it too. Sometimes yeah. they can be sunspots. Mm-hmm. I know I got it from being in the pool and... I mean, the pool also has bacteria, but sometimes the sun can, you know, make pool and look like uh, it's versicolor, but it might just be like sunspots. So take a look by have it have him looked by a dermatologist just to confirm before treating it and instead of self-treating yourself. Right. I, I thought it was a sunspot at first. So Same. Same. <laughs> and we had just learned about it in our microbiome class. So I was looking at pictures. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> fungus infection. She had me looking at her back like, oh, what does this look like? I'm like, oh, Tanea Versica. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like that for sure. Like, that better be on the exam. <laughs> I had a doctor's appointment the next week for something unrelated to that. And I was just like, hey, can you look at my back and let me know if this is like a fungus? He goes, oh, yeah, your typical Tanea Versicolor. He's like, wow. sell some blue shampoo, wash it off in the morning. So... Perfect. Good to know. Yeah. So um, we'd like to thank both of you for coming in today. And Sincerely. We really appreciate you guys taking the time and yes. coming in. For our listeners, the study that they looked at will be posted in the notes section below. Um, but where can we find both of you? You can follow us on Instagram at rxfitgirls. Cool, cool. rxfitgirls. Nice. And not girls are only allowed to follow them. Anyone can follow. <laughs> yeah. They have some really cool stuff. They already have a bunch of followers. They could probably teach us. And bring some people our way. We're really excited and we're really proud of them. Mm -hmm. Um, We know they're doing really well. And that's why we asked them to come in today. Thank you again so much. Thank you. Um, you. I just want to add something in. There's a third-year medical student here at Nova Southeastern. Mm -hmm. His name is Ravin Patel. And he's a lot of our inspiration. We get a lot of our workouts from him. You can give him a follow at Ravin Patel underscore. That's R-A-V-I-N-P-A-T-E-L underscore. Cool, cool. So we'll post that in the notes section below as As well. well. Before we head out, here are some infectious news for the week. Um, Currently, the CDC is advising that U.S. consumers not eat any romaine lettuce. There is a public health and regulatory uh, officials all over several states that um, are looking into this outbreak because it has uh, there's an E. coli infection linked to the romaine lettuce. So for those of you out there, until further notice, do not have those nice uh, romaine lettuce salads. Wow, I just heard about that, actually. Um, is it also an iceberg It's lettuce? not. It's okay. not. So that romaine is that long, greenish-looking one that, yeah, it's usually, like, longer. Um, the iceberg is the the rounder one, so that, that one should be fine for now. So if you see um, any food establishments out there with signs that they're not, they don't have romaine lettuce, it's not because they're going on strike with romaine lettuce. Yeah, I it's, just went to Panera and <laughs> no romaine lettuce. It says, like, CDC warning. Yeah, it's E. coli, guys. It's serious. Don't eat that. That's it for this week's episode of Think ID. We'd like to thank again Marissa and Amanda for coming in. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Thanks. And until next time, bug, bug you next week. week.